to end if love remains a unique show spotlighting people ideas science culture and art your host mike lovett, mike lovett. hello and welcome to that great podcast in the sky and if love remains i am your host mike lovett and i'm going to do another short uh short little show here and I want to talk a little bit about another chapter in the Book of Mormon, 2 Nephi chapter 9. Now, this chapter is written by Jacob, and it is a beautiful expression of the theology and poetic nature of the Book of Mormon. Jacob begins by, saying, by speaking about the greatness of God and his power to save. He declares, Oh, how great the goodness of our God, who prepareth a way for our escape from the grasp of this awful monster, yea, that monster, death and hell, which I call the death of the body and also the death of the spirit. This image of death and hell as a monster is a powerful one, and it highlights the gravity of the situation we all face. Death is not something to be taken lightly, and by consequences of our choices in this life, it's important to understand the consequences of our choices in this life have eternal implications. But Jacob goes on to say that God has prepared a way for us to escape the grasp of this monster. This is a central theme in the Book of Mormon, and it is rooted in the idea of the atonement of Jesus Christ. Jacob explains that the way is prepared from the fall of man and salvation is free. This is a powerful statement, and it underscores the grace and mercy of God. Salvation is not something we can earn. Or deserve. It is a free gift given to us through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. Jacob then goes on to explain the nature of the afterlife and the judgment that awaits us all. He speaks of the resurrection of the dead and emphasizes the importance of the physical body. He says that the spirit and the body shall be reunited again in its perfect form. Both limb and joint shall be restored to its proper uh, frame. In fact, it's important to add that. 2 Nephi chapter 9 speaks much of the restoration of all things. Not just the resurrection of the body, but of all things. This is an important point, uh, that of the resurrection of the body. Our bodies are not just vessels for for our spirits. They are an essential part of who we are, and they they will be restored to their proper form in the resurrection. Jacob then turns his attention to the judgment. He speaks of the great and last judgment. He says, the righteous shall be saved in the kingdom of God. And this is a message of hope, but it, but it is also a message of warning. Our choices in this life have eternal implications, and we will be held accountable for them in the judgment. But again, Jacob emphasizes the grace and mercy of God. He says that he cometh into the world that he may save all all men, not some, not a few, not just the elite, not just those who are shiny, but all men. If they will hearken unto his voice, salvation is available to all of us, 
but we must choose to hearken to the voice of the Savior. So there are four real takeaways that I, I want to emphasize. Um, there's so much. This is a deep, deep, deep chapter. But the things I want to emphasize are, number one, the power of God's grace. Jacob emphasizes throughout the chapter that salvation is a free gift given to us through the, the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. No amount of good works or righteousness on our part can earn us salvation. It is only through God's grace and mercy that we can be saved. Number two, the importance of the physical body. Jacob speaks about the resurrection of the dead and the restoration of the physical body. This underscores the value of the physical body, and it reminds us that our bodies are an essential part of who we are. We should take care of our bodies and treat them with respect. The reality of the afterlife, uh, this is number three, the reality of the afterlife. Jacob speaks about the great and last judgment, and he emphasizes that our choices in this life have eternal implications. We will be held accountable for our actions, and the consequences of our choices will determine our eternal destiny. Now remember, eternal doesn't mean forever, it means God's. So it will determine God's destiny for us. This is a sobering reminder that we should strive to live our lives in accordance with God's will. And number four, the hope of salvation. Despite the gravity of the situation, Jacob's words also offer us hope and comfort. He reminds us that God has prepared a way for us to escape the grasp of death and hell, and that salvation is available to all of us. We can find peace and comfort in the knowledge that God loves us and has provided a way for us to be saved. So, in conclusion, the theology and poetic nature of 2 Nephi chapter 9 are powerful and inspiring. Jacob's words remind us of the gravity of our choices in this life, but they also offer us hope and comfort. The grace and mercy of God are available to all of us, and salvation is a free gift given to us through the sacrifice of Jesus. Let us hearken to his voice, choose the path of righteousness, so that we may be saved in the kingdom of God. You are listening to And If Love Remains. The first of 23 installments requested by Dr. Levitt. We're trying to be in compliance here because we're taking him and that whole organization down.